Hello and welcome to Learning to Live the Life, the podcast from Christchurch Downend. I'm the Reverend Aidan Watson and each episode is focused on discipleship, how we can be encouraging you in your journey with Jesus. Now today is full of encouragement. Uh, it's a really special episode where I'm joined by Diane Padden, our youth worker and our, uh, the person who heads up our youth ministry here at Christchurch, and also two of our teenagers, uh, one of which uh, Luke has just joined the team as a young leader himself. And I hope that as you listen today, you'd be encouraged in your own walk with Jesus. There's stuff where you can be updated about what's going on, what are our teenagers doing, especially because church has continued to be scattered through this kind of lockdown time, and you can find out what's going on. But also, there's loads in this episode. There was, I've just finished editing it. There is loads in it to encourage you in your own faith, uh, and I really encourage you to listen out for what God might be saying to you through it. Just a heads up of where we're going as a podcast, um, we're going to have a special episode uh, coming out in about two weeks' time uh, that's going to be a COVID special. We're going to be asking the emotional question, where are you, Lord, when it comes to coronavirus and everything that's going on? Where are you, Lord? So do keep an eye out for that on our podcast channels uh, and on the YouTube channel as well. You can Please do make sure you subscribe to wherever you're watching or listening to this, um, and then you'll be notified every single time an episode comes out. Uh, in the new year, we, I'm really excited we're going to have an episode uh, looking at what it means to pick up our cross and follow Jesus. How, do we, how does that work out in life in various contexts? Uh, and I've got lots of plans for the new year, but for now, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to Learning to Live the Life, the podcast from Christchurch Downend. Um, we're recording this this evening and I made a cup of tea for myself before I did so uh, and then I changed my mind actually because I wanted hot chocolate because this evening we're talking about youth work at Christchurch and youth work in the new normal and we're going to have a chat and I've got some wonderful guests with me. I've got Diane. Hello, I've already Hello. had my hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got Luke. Hello. And we've got Ruby. Hello. And we're going to have a chat about youth work at Christchurch, what it's like to be a teenager at the moment with all of the world's fun and everything that's going on. Um, but before we do that, should we? It would be great to hear a bit about yourselves. So, I mean, Diane, you've probably had more experience uh, introducing yourself to, to people. I know I remember listening to you on the radio once. So do you want to tell us a bit more about yourself? Okay, yes. Yeah, so, um... I'm Diane. I um, head up the youth ministry at Christchurch. Um, I have two sons, Luke and Josh, a husband, Jamie. Um, uh, yeah, that's probably all you need to know, isn't it? Uh, yeah, tell us about, about your role within the youth work. Okay, so um, wow, we have a, a team of probably about 20 people now, which is incredible, 20 volunteers um, yeah, serving. I mean, it's obviously changed quite a bit this year. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we kind of have, we usually have 11 groups meeting. Um, so most of them are based at the Youth Hub, which was seven years old last Friday. Um, but some in down in school, local secondary school, and um, also out in the community when we do our, our sort of street ministry. Um, so there's plenty going on. Yeah, <laughs> I, so when it I, keeps us busy. When I joined Christchurch, um, 
I remember someone saying that there's not a teenager in Downing that doesn't know Diane Padden. That's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, Luke, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm Luke. I'm uh, in my second year of A-level now at um, Downing School. Um, I am Diane's son. Um, have the pleasure of growing up of being her son. And um, this year I've joined the youth team at Downend. I've been Yay. a member of the youth team for, uh, well, since I've been able to. So what's that? Probably like six years, seven years? I don't know. Fantastic. And, um, we'll get, we'll get on to what it, what it means to be part oh, of the youth okay. team. But you just checking, you said you've grown up. Is that? Would you say you've grown up? I've grown up, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I've done a lot of growing up. Fair. I'm 30, I still don't feel grown up. So. But yeah, what's so you are kind of part of the youth setup in some way because you're still at school, but, re- but really you've joined the team recently, and that's right, isn't it? Yeah, so I've joined the team as a young leader, and um, it's been great, I've loved it. I've, I don't know if we'll go more into what that means later, but um, it's been it's been a really, really great thing to do, and I really enjoy it fantastic and last but not least ruby my name is ruby and i've been going to christchurch for as long as i can remember with my family and also my grandparents i am a member of the youth um and i really enjoy it and we we're filming we're recording this in the evening because you had a keyboard lesson earlier i understand yes and that's that's going all well you you tell what's your favorite like subject at school or do you play do you play any of the instruments or anything Um, like that I played cello and I recently on Tuesday I did my music theory grade five and which means I can get on and do my cello grade six. Wow I mean that's impressive I did my grade five theory but I was a lot older than you were when I did it so well done. (laughs) So when we have our conversations um, in this podcast we usually kind of if we have a structure it's the idea that we kind of look back we look to now and then we look ahead. Now looking back we're going to call this episode probably something along the lines of youth work in the new normal. Um, Diane, I wonder if you could start. Just tell us about how lockdown, how COVID and everything has kind of affected how we do uh, youth work now at Christchurch to how we might have been doing it this time last year. Yeah, so sure. We used to, um, obviously, we had these 11 groups. So we were going out doing detached um which you know, there's not so many young people out and about now. We can't, we can't really do that. Um, we were going into schools, uh, doing the, the flourish courses and, and running lunchtime drop-ins. Um, as soon as the, the first lockdown ended, dining school had us back in. Um, but obviously, second lockdown, we've come back out again. Um, we were running uh, outreach groups, um, which we weren't able to do. So on a Thursday night, we'd have sort of about 90 young people coming along over the two groups on a Thursday. And, um, you know, we haven't been able to do that, but they've, some of the young people, young leaders, uh, got together and set challenges online and little messages online. Um, so we did a little bit of outreach towards them. Um, and then we had our Bible study groups, our home groups on a Wednesday evening, two of them, and uh, Sunday mornings. And we've continued those on Zoom. And, and that's, that's, that's worked really, really well. But things like, you know, the noise and um, the youth weekend, we had to cancel that, which is a shame. Um, and the mission trips, you know, we're not, we're not going to India this Christmas, which I know Luke is particularly Got sad it. about. <laughs> but um, yeah, actually working on Zoom, it has it's proved to be a, a quite, quite positive. I mean, I, maybe Ruby would be able to share more about that. But as a, as a youth leader, 
you know, it's um, slightly shorter sessions. We haven't obviously got to get there early setting up and be there until really late clearing away. Um, and it's felt really quite relational. You know, you can see everybody. We can spend a lot of time hearing about how people, how people are, what's going on in their lives. Um, and so that's, that's worked really well. And one of the other main things, I guess, which has changed is for the youth team. So, um, you know, we, before each session, when we met in the youth hub and afterwards, we prayed together. And I'm sure, you know, God has blessed the youth ministry. It's been really fruitful because we've, we've just handed it all over to the Lord and just said, you know, in your strength, guided by you, Lord, and, and just bless our sessions. And we've seen that. But, um, but we, then we were kind of serving alongside one another. So, you know, we couldn't spend much time together. We were quite exhausted by the end of the night. Um, so now on a Thursday, we've been meeting on Zoom and we've been doing Bible studies. Um, we did the, the Bible course together <laughs> and we did the storylines together, which is something that we um, got from uh, Soul Survivor last year. Um, and to come together as a team and pray for one another and hear about you know, how we're doing and, and we've played games together. Rich then organised for us to go to um, meet up at Page Park in, in, when we were allowed to be in groups of six um, during that stage. So as a team, I feel like it feels like a family and we've come mm. even closer and become even stronger in this Fantastic. year. Fantastic. Fantastic. And Luke and Ruby, I'll come to you guys. Um, Luke, you're going to have to speak from your kind of mixed uh, mixed economy as being part of the team, but also as a teenager. Like, How would you say you know, this year is unreal. <laughs> it's so different. Yeah, uh, and life has changed in a lot of ways. And I'm sure for you guys, school shutting for a quite a long period, and then church stuff and everything else changing. Um, you know, how how has your life how have your lives kind of been impacted by it? And how has church been through that? And how's youth group been through that? Yeah, I would say um church for me and our home groups on Wednesday is one thing that stayed constant because although we're on um, zoom we're still meeting so i'm still seeing those people so within the kind of um abnormality of not going to school not going out playing football whatever i'm still seeing my church family i'm still reading the bible we're still praying together we're still learning um so for me it was like almost getting to wednesday and getting to sunday was a big part of of the initial lockdown where we couldn't do anything else really so that's what we had to look forward to and i mean i would say because you're not sitting around everyone as well, it's ultra focused. So um, I felt like I took, I, you know, I got so much out of it. I still do get so much out of it. And it's been great to see uh, kind of everyone grow uh, over lockdown as well. So, yeah, I think lockdown for me and I, I you know, probably speak for a lot of uh, members of the youth. Um, it was a real time of growth because it was real focused. It was, you know, that was the staple months of the week. It was the Wednesday and the Sunday where we had our home group and we had our Sunday morning session. Fantastic. What about you, Ruby? Um, yeah, well, for me, I used to meet up with Diane on a Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday, on a yeah. Tuesday lunchtime. And unfortunately, when school closed and when we were able to go back, no one was else from outside of school allowed to go in, so that couldn't happen. But also, on a Wednesday evening, I used to go swimming, which meant I couldn't come to Elevate. But when lockdown started, of course, swimming was shut and it's going to be shut for a long time now, which means I can continue going to Elevate, whether it's on Zoom or going back into face-to-face. No, brilliant. So that's interesting because I I know some churches, and I I know some youth leaders may well be listening to this from other churches. Um, I know some churches have had real struggles with 
kind of the changes that have come but i know you guys and just maybe the personnel we have and just the size of uh you kind of youth groups we have we it's really worked i think mm-hmm. um and i know <laughs> that youth work's going really well um looking to kind of where we're at now i wonder if we could think about you know what's it like to be a young person uh, to be a teenager in life at this point what kind of what pressures are young people facing diane can i come to you first I'm not a teenager, but <laughs> I, I I come to you as as an expert, and also being uh, slash slash dropping you in it so that the, the other guys can have a little bit more time to think. Thanks, Aidan. Um, well, I guess everyone's different, isn't it? Aren't they? So it's um it's different for different people. Um, but you know we have been here constantly. I think you know our relation our our youth work's always been relational. That's been key, and the fact that we we haven't. Um, taken a, a you know we haven't had a gap every Wednesday every Sunday throughout the whole of the summer throughout the Easter and all the half terms we've we've always been there we haven't had a gap so we, we've maintained that relational thing so um, I've just felt I don't know just a, a, a closeness and a, and a deeper coming together um, so that's as, as far as youth ministry I mean it's a shame we haven't been able to go into the school when we went into school it was really valued, actually, and um, some of the feedback from some of the girls um, just before half term. Um, one of the girls said, "It's amazing because I could talk for people for people to hear me instead of being quiet all the time." So she'd found her voice. Um, when we said what um, flourish sessions uh, were her favourite, she said all of the, all of them because it helped me become more self lovable. Um, and I found the real me, which is really sweet. And somebody else said. Um, people here are really kind and accepting of others. So we've gone into the school and we'd created that safe place where people were able to flourish. Mm. And I think that's, as a church, that's what we are. And we were able to, to take that into a school situation and offer that to the girls um, in the course that Angela and I, another member of the team, were delivering. Fantastic. So, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I love I, I love that phrase, make myself more self-lovable. I'm going to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby, can I come to you next? Like, what what's yeah. it like being, you know, what what pressures do you think you and your friends are facing? Um, maybe people you see at school. Like, what are, what what are people going through? Well, during the lockdown, um, it was quite hard to try and stay in touch. It's quite good in our generation because we have phones. But it was the fact of remembering to text someone or remembering to pick up a call or trying to organise a Zoom meeting. It was quite hard and. Um, but you really wanted to stay friends with some people and I think it was good for us to go back to school because then you can sort of rekindle those relationships with each other and um, but it's that was quite like a lot of pressure on people but also um, for me um, we lost out quite a lot of work during um, the lockdown and we've I mean, I did all the homeschooling stuff, but some people didn't, which means that when they do the lessons now, we're learning stuff that we should have learned in year seven. Mm. And I, I'm finding that I don't know um, when we're going to move on from that and when things are going to be normal again. So it's quite hard. Yeah, I've got a friend who's a teacher. He's a head of head of a history department and he said he just knew that there were children in places where they just could not do 
work at home. Um, there were environments at home, things outside of their control. There was no way they were going to do work at home. And, and But he also had children who were flying ahead and actually probably doing more work at home than they would have been if they were in school. And and the pressure on teachers is unbelievable. So keep praying for your teachers. I definitely <laughs> recommend that. Luke, speaking to you prim- like entirely as a, as a sixth form student here, this you, you are... You, well, you and the year above you are unique in terms of A level students. Like, how how are the pressures on you you and your kind of year group? Well, it was definitely challenging because um, suddenly our whole A levels, which are very heavily content based, we're trying to teach ourselves at home. Um, so yeah, from that point of view, it was very challenging. Obviously, um, the year above us um, didn't sit their exams, so they had that cancelled, and that's always on your mind as well. But that might be what happens to your year group. Um, so you're kind of uh, working very hard towards a goal that you don't know uh, if you'll actually, you know, if you'll actually sit those exams. So, yeah, it was definitely, uh, I, I, you know, I, I took it in my stride, but it definitely was a little bit anxious. Um, but for lockdown as a whole, um, yeah, I, yeah, it was a, it was work, but I found, you know, it was time to spend with the family as well. Um, I would say as a four in our house, we've probably grown a lot closer this year. Um you know, we make an, made an effort to read the Bible around the table and stuff, which has been great. Um, so, yeah, I would say, actually, there, there was positive to come out of it. But, yeah, there, there was a lot of work and uh, a lot of unprecedented work. Yeah. That's brilliant. I mean, I, I, just because your mum's here, I won't ask you to tell me tell me about the family arguments you had. But I'm sure you know, <laughs> living living in a room, in a house with someone for months. Oh, not Diane's shaking her head. It didn't happen. Apparently. No, not really. Fantastic. No. You guys, you guys are much, much it's better been than amazing. we are. <laughs> no, I think that it was. It's been. It was an interesting time, wasn't it? But it's, mm. I suppose it's different for you guys now because you're you're still in school. With lockdown two hasn't really affecting you so much. But Diane, I wonder if you could help us. You know, just at this point, you know, what, how can we be praying for the young people in mm. our community? Like primarily, what you know, what are they facing mental health wise and kind of mm. circumstances wise? How can we be praying? Do you think? Yeah, I think we definitely need to pray protection over them and their families. I mean, you know, they're going into schools every week. We're hearing more, more cases of COVID, so we really want to be praying protection over them. We want to be praying for them with, for their studies, um, especially. I mean, for for all of them, it's it's really really tough. But I think the year eleven and thirteens have been most hard hit with their exams looming or or not and you know just oh, it's just been so so hard for them um yeah so that's that's the sort of main things i mean for, for our young people in our church you know that they will continue to 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 grow in sort of um commitment and character of christ and yeah um, yeah, yeah brilliant yeah i think it's just yeah being aware and and i i i don't know do you, what do you guys, Luke and Ruby, what do you guys think about the anxiety levels in school? I'm not, I don't want to say something that isn't there, but do you think school was just carrying on and people don't really care? Or do you think people are, you know, a bit worried, oh, uh, is my year group going to get shut down this week or all that kind of stuff? Um, it's definitely a mixed bag. Uh, some people you can tell were very anxious and some people you wouldn't even know were in lockdown. They're very chilled out and they haven't done work since last September. So... <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's very it's a very mixed bag and uh, yeah but I say I say a lot of people this this year's been so crazy that you've just you've just got to take it in your stride and I think a lot of people have that kind of chilled out it is what it is kind of attitude. So true. Do you think the same, Ruby? Or um yeah, and I think that I'm quite lucky in my year because we haven't had any cases so far, 
and for me that's sort of slight indication that people are taking it a little bit more seriously um when you walk around school now there's the thing of you have to wear your mask um you can really tell when somebody doesn't really care about it or yeah like Luke said they're just chilled about out about everything and you can tell the people that are either really anxious about it or trying to do the right thing but yeah I think people are really different yeah yeah brilliant yeah that's interesting the same with all society school is just a reflection of the whole world but really yeah you you know you're the only part of the world uh doing kind of with some level of normality although everything's changing I know um so thinking I know we've kind of shared some of them already but what are some of the good news stories you know things that we're seeing you know positives that are emerging kind of in school in our church work in in various things I wonder if you just if you've got any stories or any personal experiences you're finding that we haven't mentioned so far oh yeah I think you know as I said in the staff meeting last week that you know in the darkness the light shines even brighter and I am seeing God doing amazing things. I mean, one, one of the stories would be um, for Luke stepping up to leadership. Um, do you want to share, Luke, a conversation you had with Eloise at the, as you became leader? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this was, gosh, this was a long time ago we had this conversation. Um, back What's when... a long time ago? Bear in mind, we're older than you. Aidan, you're asking me to try and remember what happened in what month this year. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know what day of the week it's. Okay, I would yeah. say about summer. Um, cool. And I went, I was going for a walk with Eloise, who's another one of our young leaders. And um, I said to her, like, so I'll be stepping up as a young leader soon. Um, so I've got, I've got to that age. And I said, I think it, it'll be great if us as young leaders start taking on a lot more responsibility, um, leading more sessions. Because I've, you know, I've seen my mum in the youth, uh, youth work for so many years. I know how hard she works. Um, so I definitely wanted to kind of take some of that uh workload and do it ourselves so over the course of lockdown since the summer uh myself and eloise and rich another member of our team have um been leading uh, sessions a lot more commonly mm-hmm. and it's, it's been I, i've i learn a lot through teaching i think that's definitely my my learning language if you like um so when i when i'm when i'm teaching or when i'm leading a session i just feel you know i really come in come on in my faith uh, in that and um, yeah, it's just it's just been great. It's been it's been so much fun to kind of take groups and uh, share that amongst uh, a bigger youth team than normal. Fantastic. Yeah. So he led a, a series on um, Colossians three twelve, wasn't it? You got mm. different people led different parts of it, and it says it says that we're to clothe ourselves in compassion and kindness, and humility, gentleness, and patience. And you know, when I'm watching the young people in their their Zoom meetings. The way that the older ones are encouraging the younger ones, um, saying, yeah, go on, that's it, you're, you're doing really well. And honestly, I just, I just, just well up because I just <laughs> see that kindness and that compassion, that compassion and all of, all of those things of patience. It's just amazing to see that, that you know, Christ-like character developing within those young people. And I'm just like, wow. And the unity that's there mm. as well, it's just fantastic. And just the commitment that they keep coming back week after week it's just wonderful fantastic mm-hmm. you got anything to add Ruby um well about the positives of like the lockdown I think when I doubt that we would have discovered zoom if it wasn't for lockdown and I think zoom has opened so many like opportunities not only that 
you can like join Zoom and like might be in your pajamas as you do it, which I have done many a time. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we were able to Gary was or Diane was able to share their screen and do a prayer board, um, which everyone can contribute to, or you could share your screen and do a joint game of Kahoot or a new one that has been introduced, Quiplash, which mm-hmm. everyone's enjoying. And I think when if it would carried on as normal, um, I doubt we would have been able to do those things brilliant and anyone who's listening who doesn't know about quiplash or kahoot do check them out they are worth <laughs> they are worth your time especially during yeah. this second lockdown um there's so much in what you you guys are saying um you know i hope people are taking away some kind of like they're feeling connected to our youth work and what's going on with young people but i think there's a lot of stuff going on there that kind of really speaks into church in all in all ways i mean luke i love the way you talked about how you know feeling like oh we need to take ownership and take it where we're going and I know in children's ministry at Christchurch with Helen uh, Buick uh, stepping back um, and stepping down from her role as children's coordinator we're having to do this as a church kind of work out how we look after children's ministry Um, and yeah I think there's so many things to take away from this so many positives and stories so looking ahead what kind of things can we see on the horizon what hurdles can we foresee Uh, you know what opportunities are there so excited so over the weekend gary and i were out delivering 50 of these <laughs> for the for the so people these... listening audio what are you holding up and i'll oh, be sorry, honest so these... actually to be honest diane i don't i'm looking at it i still don't know what it is <laughs> okay so that is uh, an advent calendar it's um the the real advent calendar so um it comes with a book so there's daily readings with it besides daily chocolates um but we also handed out um uh, a prayer uh, advent prayer list as well so we're praying for our friends and our families our neighbors um and and each day so throughout advent together you know we will be you know opening these doors reading these passages and saying these prayers so it feels like a, a real special thing to be doing together um moving towards christmas day so that's really exciting um, regarding sort of materials for um, into the new year, there's plenty of materials out there um, and we're, we're looking at different courses. A couple of them might possibly come out of the, off, off the back of these these books, which is um, Honesty Over Silence um, and When Faith Gets Shaken. So this is part of Kintsugi, which is another really exciting thing. Um, six members of our youth team have been training up uh, to deliver Kintsugi Hope courses. Kintsugi. So, Kintsugi Hope. So I've got the T-shirt. <laughs> oh, oh, <it's> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay, sure. Dis- dis- discovering treasure in life's scars. So basically, Fantastic. it's a six-week course for young people, and it's about emotional and mental well-being. Um, but it's also a twelve-week course for adults because it's it's not just the young people that we need to care for their support network as well, their parents, their teachers, and other people's people in the life, people within the community. So hopefully, in the new year, as a youth team we will be able to deliver Kintsugi Hope courses for Brilliant. people. So that's something really special. And I'm really excited that the year is starting off with a, a week of prayer as well. So we're calling the whole community to, to prayer. Um, and again, you know, the young people will, will be getting involved in that in some creative ways, no doubt. So lots of exciting things to look forward to. Luke and Ruby, I again come to you. Like, What, what do you guys feel looking forward what you know what do you what how are you feeling are you feeling positive about the coming months yeah i would say um it seems very positive i mean just in the short time i've been leading i've seen so much growth amongst the young people and i'm sure that will continue to grow 
um, which is just so exciting. Um, and yeah, as Mum said, through the through the courses, you know, we're always going to have we've got a big team now leading, so we're always going to have um, ideas, and we're always going to be growing in our faith together on the Zoom calls. So I just I just think yeah, there's there's so much hope in the youth work. There really is at the minute. We um, the numbers are going up. Um, faith is you know growing. It's just it's really exciting time. Brilliant. What do you think, Ruby? Um. Well, I think yeah, it's positive future and. We might even, we don't know whether we're going to go into a third lockdown or maybe even a fourth one or how long this one they're going to continue it for. But I think even if we stay on Zoom for, I don't know, for for a long time more, we need to like stay strong and have faith because we're going to get through it in the end, no matter what. And I think if you just think, so it's like you need to think outside and think what's going to be like afterwards and then you can get through it amen amen i can't i can't i want to holler (laughs) um brilliant brilliant well i'm I'm gonna finish this with a prayer um but thank you so before i do that just thank you so much uh for your time this evening in just sharing um i know i've really been blessed by it and i know people listening or watching uh, will definitely be so thank you so much uh but let's pray father god thank you so much for Uh, Diane and her team thank you so much for our young people um, at Christchurch in Christchurch, beyond Christchurch in Downend, in the community in our schools, Lord we lift them to you we lift each of them to you Lord I pray that you would be drawing people closer to you I pray that this uh, through this time of just lockdowns and uncertainty and bubbles and all those kind of things and exams lord i just pray that you would be at work you'd be at work thank you so much for the so many positive signs in our youth group uh, so many positive relationships and friendships being maintained and even strengthened um, and lord i pray for uh, people who are listening to this now who are wondering you know how can i get involved how can i uh be a part of this lord i just pray that you would give them strength and give them encouragement where they're at and just help us each on our next step following you in our lives in jesus name amen 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 thank you so much guys thank you you, aiden (laughs) so there we have it thank you so much for listening today Um, I really hope it's blessed you as much as it did me meeting with those guys a few weeks ago. Just a reminder, please do subscribe to the podcast, uh, be it on YouTube, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this from. Please do let us know things you'd like us to discuss. Please share your comments and views. I'd love to, you know, in these little bits before and after the podcast, to engage with some reflections that you might have on what we're talking about. Uh, A reminder that in two weeks we've got a new episode coming out uh, that's going to be looking at where are you, Lord, in coronavirus. Uh, But for now, take care. Have a really good Christmas if we don't listen to to another podcast before then. Uh, Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.